Well, hello everybody and welcome to our next episode of Monday Night Football. And today we are going to be talking about our overrated players um, and also um, some of the best moments that we've played in. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. So Matt, first of all, how are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah, feeling good, mate. Ready to talk about five side, not five side, we're not talking about five sides time, are we? Overrated players, history of football for us. Um, yeah, I think um, I'm missing football. Yeah, man. Like, it's, we were playing in the garden <laughs> a couple of days ago and it's just like, just kicking the ball around going, you know what, this, we just missed this. Just the ability to just have a kick about, do a game with your mates. Um, but also just watching football, like even like talking about it now, mm-hmm. like we can't talk about anything new. We can't talk about what happened at the weekend. We can't talk about the fact that Liverpool should have won the league by now, or that Arsenal, go. Arsenal should be like would probably be eleventh in the league by now, or <laughs> the fact that Man City should have been completely banned for the next two years. But like none of that's happening because no one's talking about it because yep. more important things are happening and actually. It's totally fair to say that actually none of this really matters in the sense of actually no we just we want people to be healthy and safe. Um, but it is just fun to talk about and we can't talk about it in the same way. How you doing, Luke? Um yeah, I'm doing well, thanks, Matt. Looking forward to um, looking at some overrated question, overrated players. It's a fun question to have, and um, yeah, I've been thinking about some of the the best of my football days um, when I was when I was back at primary school and secondary school. I used to love it. There's that feeling of getting your team's kit on every week and um, and walking out onto the pitch. There's no better feeling than that. It's pretty. I thought you. I thought you were about to just say like your best footballing moment, and you said primary school, and I mean you did then say secondary school. But in my head, I was thinking, crikey, if your best footballing moment was when you were in primary school, then it's probably yeah. not probably not too much to talk about here, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talk. We're starting by talking about overrated players. So this is players that we think at the moment there's a lot of chat about their potential or their skill, but actually maybe they're not showing it on the pitch in reality, in our opinion. Um, so, Lick, let's start with you. Who would you say is the overrated player you want to talk about today? I want to talk about Meza Ozil, Matt. Because... Because there is a lot of chat about him. And um, I've... I have rarely seen a wondrous moment at Arsenal um, when he's been on the pitch. He he can do it sometimes for Germany um, when he plays for them. Um, but if we're talking about players who, I mean, his price tag. What was he? What was he bought for? Some ridiculous price. Yeah, from Real Madrid, right? Yeah, um, with a, a player of that value in inverted commas. Um, should be showing up every week, but I I feel like he's quite a lazy player, and um and doesn't do too much. Uh, Luke, I know you're an Arsenal fan. Have you got any any thoughts on Mesut Özil? I think I think that saying Mesut Özil is as overrated as you think he is is a bit cliche because I don't think he look he doesn't he doesn't always look like the most um the sharpest player on the pitch. He doesn't always do the most, but actually. If you break his stats down, he's got very. He has quite good um, pass um, success rate. Um, there are a few seasons where he's had the most assists, and he's had a few like unbelievable moments. I agree that I don't think he's like fully gone into his potential. But when you also say overrated, I don't think that 
I always think of overrated as someone who the fans think they're like the best player. And I don't think Arsenal players think Ozil is the best player. I think we see him as like a good player to have in your midfield. But he's been in and out, in and out of the team, um, in and out of the first team, so a lot on the bench, a lot sometimes even on the reserves. So I don't even know. Like I think to be overrated, you have to be rated in the first place. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. I think yeah. I think though, like I get what you mean, Nick. Because what we've got to think about is is what was the expectation mm. as a buy? So, for example, if you buy a player that's young and up and coming, you expect. So, for example, um, like um, so, Liverpool have just bought uh, Minna, whatever his name is, from um, from uh, Red Bull, and seven point five million, barely any money. And Klopp came right out and said, "Look, he's not going to be there now. Like he he's going to develop, he's going to learn, and he's going to be a player that we want." Um, and and managers do that. Alex Ferguson did that a lot. Um, you know, and these are the the best managers do. They buy people in and they build them up. Some managers, Mourinho is one of them, doesn't do development, does he? he? They just buy big players and expect them to go. Bam! You need impact in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Özil, when he was bought from um, Real Madrid to go to Arsenal, was bought to be an impact player to come into the Arsenal team and be. Yeah, the you know the high one of the highest paid players, the best player, captain material to go in and smash it, and he's, I, I get what you're saying because he's never done that, he's never lived up to that, has he? Yeah. And um, so I know what you mean, Luke. Like he's yeah, he's not fan favorite or whatever. He's not, but that's now, that's in 2020. But when he came to Arsenal, I think the expectation on him was this is a big buy. You should be doing a lot of things, and you should be doing it right now. And I don't think he's ever done that. Fair enough. Like I do, yeah, I agree. He, you, when he came in, he was like trumped as like a world class player, and I don't think he's ever really like got anywhere close to that. Um, he's, um, yeah, he's he's had some good moments, but fine. I'll give you, I'll give you Özil. All right, Matt. Um, talk to me about your overrated player. Then have you got one? Have you picked one? So I think mine kind of fits in exactly the same way as Özil fits. I'm gonna go with uh, Pogba. Mm. At Man United now, I a lot of people speak negatively about Pogba now. I think, but they still talk, even when they speak about Pogba, saying, "Oh, he's not playing well enough." They say they're saying it in a way like, "Oh, this guy can play well. He's just not at the moment." And like, I understand there's a difference between form and yeah. ability, right? Yeah. Um, but if your form is bad for a, a long enough period. <laughs> That's not form. That's just the player you are. Now, great, yeah. Pogba go runs off to France and plays superb for 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 France. But international games are are different, and um, I don't think playing well in international games is enough to say you're a world class or quality player. You know, someone like if we go back years, uh, it's like the late nineties. Michael Owen came on the scene at the World Cup, right, and he was unbelievable. Then he went back to his club. And played superbly, um, but players there are there are players. If you think about, um, there's loads of players that have played well at a World Cup, but they've never done it um, in their in their leagues, and, and that's not good enough. And Pogba was bought by Man United, same as as um, Özil was for Arsenal. He bought for big money from Juve to come in and do amazing thing, things, lead that team well, be a leader, be you know one of the one of the mature players in the squad, and. Um, He's just never done that. Now, I know there's loads of problems going on at Man United in the sense of, like, quality. Um, but, like, 
you can't argue they've not like Mourinho is a good manager um one of the best you know I might not like his style in the sense of like things like how he buys and stuff but you know he's won he's won things right um Mm -hmm. but you know and and so the previous managers and even now under um Solskjaer like he's obviously got some stuff about him um and there are good players at, at Man United but they're not the best are they and I just think I'm getting bored of people saying, "Oh yeah, but Pogba's really good. He's got a lot of skill. He's just he's just not putting no effort in. He's just not doing it." At United, United's the team he plays for week in week out. If he's not doing it there, he's not a, the player people are talking about. Matt, who do you think is more overrated though, Pogba or Wan Bissaka? Because the noises coming out of Manu when Wan Bissaka started joining was like they were talking about him as if he was like the next Trent Alexander Arnold or um, Roberto Carlos or something, and. Yeah, he's Wambasak is still quite young though, right? And yeah, he's, he's, he's a fullback, so he's got time. Like I think you can give someone like Wambasaka the benefit of the doubt because I think people are saying he's good and he's going to get somewhere with by learning, by developing all those sort of things. Whereas Pogba, he he's, I know he's not old, but he's not young. He's he's past the point where he should have been. Like he's at the point now where he's a leader. He's one of the mature yeah. players, and and he cost Man United about eighty million quid, didn't he? I, I don't know, but yeah, one cheat was he, especially as they sold him in the first place. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think because of his price tag, you've got to play to that, haven't you? Yeah. He's probably on three hundred grand a week um, at Man United, and um, and when does he do it? When is when has he earned it? Um, okay, Luke. Um, who is your overrated player, Wan Bissaka, or have you got anyone else in the lineup? One else in mind, and I promise you, I'm not just saying this because I'm an Arsenal fan and I don't like Tottenham. For me, overrated player, Steven Bergwin. I'm going Steven Bergwin, and the reason I'm going Steven Bergwin is because when Spurs signed him, they were talking about him as if they had just signed like a world class. Um, player they were saying it was almost as if they'd like signed the next like Messi or um, Mbappe or something like that and I have to just hold my hands up and say I hadn't heard of Steven Bergwin before he signed for Tottenham and I was like is that am I like not following football closely enough here so I looked him up and I was like okay plays for PSV in the Eredivisie um, and he's been scoring in for PSV over three seasons over or four seasons he's scored 30 goals and got 29 assists right four seasons for 30 goals and 29 assists that is bang average like a world-class player would be doing that in one season but if you're doing that over four seasons that's why I haven't heard of him it's like he's just he's like the next Nicholas Bentner He's like, Bentner was scoring more goals than that for Arsenal. So, I'm sorry, we can't celebrate a player for scoring less than 10 goals a season when you're meant to be a striker and you're apparently world-class. Like, so, I mean, I'm sure he's got some talent on him. I'm yet to see it. Totally overrated. Waste of 59 million quid. Luke, um... I've got to say that that did sound like a a jealous rant. Um, I'm not jealous. We've got Pierre Emerick or Bamiang. We've got nothing to be jealous of. <laughs> I think I think Luke. Um, the issue here is when you said that name, both Nick and I sort of went, huh? <laughs> Who? Like in a sense of like, I don't know whether this player's overrated because. I don't, I don't know enough about him. Yeah, like you said with Ozil, he's got to be rated in the first place. So I kind of think, like, I understand what you mean from an Arsenal point of view, um, 
because you're just like, oh, Tottenham think he's amazing, but he's not. But I think from like a, a national point of view, from in the sense of like fans in general, I don't think people are like like in the same way people are going, oh, Pogba is great, or Ozil was a great player. Mm. I don't think people are saying the same thing about like if you'd brought up Kane, I think there's plenty of people that might have gone, oh, he's always injured, he's not as good as people, he, he shouldn't be England captain, like he's not good enough to be the captain. You, I think you could that would have been a better argument if I'm honest, um, yeah. because he is he is rated by people. Um, but I'm I'm not sure about um Steve what's his name Steve Birdwin, Steve who Steve who well that was exactly what I was thinking when Spurs signed him I guess we've got to ask who is it that is rating and overrating the players I'm just thinking who's most overrated by their own fans so overrated in my mind is a player that all the fans are like this player's amazing they're going to be like our next talisman um and everyone else is like what who are they like that to me says like they've been overrated so. I guess it's whether they're overrated by all fans or just their own fans. What you're saying, Luke, is that you spend a lot of time thinking about Tottenham. Huh. Because, because to be fair, so for me as a Liverpool fan, I didn't even go to Everton because I'm like, well, who cares? It's just Everton, isn't it? So like, you, I think you spend a lot. I think you spend too much time on Tottenham. I mean, how much time do you spend as a Chelsea fan thinking about? I don't know West Ham. It's Tottenham again, isn't Tottenham? it? Like, <laughs> Spend a lot of time thinking about them? No, not much. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, other names that I've written down here. Um, an older one, Nanny. Over, oh, I, oh, overrated. I, I, I like that. I mean, he's yeah, a United but, player, but, he, but... Wannabe Ronaldo never, never, ever lived up to it. Um, oh, Balotelli. Alexi Sanchez. Oh, gosh, um, yeah. John Obi Mikel for Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Aaron Ramsey... Yes, he's done well at Juve. Yeah, he's playing However, really well now. At Arsenal, the most overrated player I think they've ever ever had. What? Who? Which? Which Arsenal player? Alexis Sanchez, Aaron uh, Ramsey, and Sanchez. I disagree. I disagree. I think he was right to rate people. Were right to rate Ramsey because he scored quite a lot of goals. Like he would be getting like from midfield ten goals a season, getting a whole load of assists. Um, so, like, I don't think we ever thought he was world-class, but he was a good player. And Alexis Sanchez was the best striker in the Premier League when he was at Arsenal. He was getting the most goals. We sold him at the right time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I'll give him that. We're we sold like, him at exactly the right time. So, for Arsenal, for Arsenal, Alexis Sanchez was world-class. And then we sold him to Man U and he did nothing. We sold him at the perfect time. I don't think he was world class at Arsenal. I think he was world class before he came to the Premier League and he just never played. He played okay at Arsenal. He was never amazing. Nick, what were you going to say about Ramsey? Ramsey, Luke, Luke, you've just Luke's just said about Bergwin scoring ten goals a season and being completely overrated. And then and then here he comes in with Aaron Ramsey going, oh yeah, he's scoring ten goals a season. Um, Bergwin's Bergwin's a centre attacking mid, isn't he? I don't know. So it's the same position as Ramsey. You know, another thing about Ramsey though, as well. I reckon one of the reasons one of the reasons that people um, rate him so much is that you look at the the Wales squad, and obviously you've got like you've got Giggs like from ten years ago. Yeah. You've then got Gareth Bale. Yeah. Who's the next best player? For a time, maybe Aaron Ramsey. So therefore, he was like he mate, he oh, was I don't he, know. top three players at, at, in Wales. And maybe that's why they rated him. I don't know. I d- like. I guess what what position does uh, Bergwin play? He's a striker. So for a striker, you'd expect more than ten goals a season. For a centre midfielder, 
getting ten goals a season is fine because scoring goals in like that's not the the top of your list, is it? So, I think ten goals a season for midfield is fine. Ten goals a season a striker isn't, which is why I would say Bergwin was overrated because that is a primary job is to score goals. Whereas Ramsey would control games, he would get loads of assists. I don't know, you're, you're laughing your head off. I don't think Ramsey was overrated and he's doing brilliantly at Juventus now. He's a decent player. Just to put some context in for Bergwin, by the way, because I, I genuinely, I'm like, I don't know who this player is. Yeah. He, he, he's a winger, it says, and he's only, he's only 22 years old. So, like, I feel, again, like, with a 22-year-old... Yeah, I think you're like, being a bit harsh. Yeah, I feel like, if we're talking about... Um, sorry, who, who what other strikers were we talking about that um, they were saying wasn't over it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, the point is, this guy's 22. He's got time to develop into it, hasn't he? He's not like, like I say, a Pogba or an Ozil who's, who's close to 30. Or a Ramsey, yeah. Or a Ramsey. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'll be honest, I didn't even know he played for Tottenham. So, like... That's how low on my sort of radar is, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's um let's move through to our next quick topic. We've got a little question to ask everyone. Um, so Luke, I wonder if you'd start by just telling us when, like, in your sort of childhood football. Um, obviously, uh, all of us played for um local teams. Some of us played a little bit um at high levels and different things like that. Um, but what was your um, what was your uh, uh highlight, I guess, or or, or a fun good memory of like your times playing uh, football as a teenager okay I had a few I had a few decent ones I can remember when I signed for my um, my this uh, this team my mate was part of in um, in year nine and I signed in the January transfer window um, and in half a season I got the golden boot so I was really happy with that but my best moment and you'll take the mick out of this because it was in um, I was in primary school at the time but I don't care it was brilliant um, we were four nil down against this other school, um, and we were kicking off after conceding our fourth goal. And we're like, "Oh man, what's like going on here? We can't outplay this team." We had one of those primary schools where we only had one class per year, and everyone else had like five or six. So it kind of was like we had a much smaller group to select from, so we weren't that good. But anyway, my mate Matt kicked it back to me, and from behind, behind the halfway line, I thought I'm just going to shoot, so smacked it and lobbed the keeper from the halfway line. So I was pretty happy with that, even though it took the score from like. 4-0 to to 4-1. I was quite happy. We lost the game 6-3, so we actually start, we scored a few more goals after that. But um yeah, I was very, very happy with that goal. What about um what about you guys? Nick, do you want to tell us what your best moment was? Yeah, um so I remember so I used to play in the centre of midfield and um my dad for for his work um he he made um like he makes promotional products so if you want anything printed on like a t-shirt or a pen or an umbrella or whatever anything like that um so my dad um like before i had ever scored a goal um made me a um t-shirt that i used to wear every single game underneath my football shirt on a saturday um and and it said my first goal on it so when I scored my first goal, I could take my football shirt off and put it over my head, like before before that was um, against the rules, um, against the laws, sorry. Um, and so I could put it over my head when I scored. So I remember scoring uh, my first goal, and um, it was from a corner, um, and I went ran to the near post, and I've just volleyed it in in the air, um, volleyed it into the into the side, um, into the right hand side of the goal. 
and um, and then just run around with my shirt, football shirt, over my head with my first goal written on there. And um, yeah, um, I think that was yeah that was a great memory. Um, my last ever game um, was when I was about sixteen. Um, my last game for my that same team. Um, so I played for that team retirement for game ten years. Um, Testimonial. I I um. I had a really big fear of going into a tackle after I had quite a bad rugby accident. Um, and so, like, for about a year or two, I wouldn't go into any kind of slide tackles that would maybe get, like, hurt me. And I thought, you know what, I've got to do it. This like, I've got to, like, clatter someone. Um, like, make some memories for the last game I've ever played. Got to love a good so, clatter, haven't you? Um, I played a centre-back. Um, guys running down the wing. I'm like, this is my chance. He's taken a heavy touch. I'm like, yes, this is it. And like I've gone straight through him, like I've nailed him. It's a complete foul. Probably should have been booked for it. Um, but I, in the process, I've completely injured myself, and um, my ankle was just knackered. So um, my last ever game, I got injured and had to be subbed off. Um, nice. So yeah, Matt, nice. what about you? Yeah, I've got a few um, a few funny experiences or just in, in interesting experiences, I guess, from a few different teams playing football but I, uh, one game that stands out was um, after I'd, um, I'd, I'd just started for this new team um, and um, I was being sort of um, put into the team slowly so like they brought me in done some training so the first game that I was playing for them um, I was I was on the I was on the bench because they'd always the, the team had been together a while I was one of the new players um, that had been sort of signed in and um so I was on the bench and uh, like half time, manager just literally said, "Look, I'm going to give you half an hour. You're going to come on at about the 60th, depending on the score. Um, like I just want you to have a run out, like get to get to know the players. Like it, it's it's not the most. It's like one of the first games of the season. It's not a massive. Everyone's everyone's going a little bit slower at the start of the season, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like he just he was just like, look, just just don't worry. Like there's no pressure on you today. Just um just go out there, have a bit of fun. Like he was really kind to me about it, and I was like, great. Um. I'm going to smash it. <laughs> so I went out and so it came on the 60th minute. It was, um, it was their corner. Um, and straight in, uh, I was playing, I was playing like as a, as a wing back for the team, uh, in a, in a back of, like it was a back five, but like with the idea of going forward and stuff. Um, so I was, um, on the back post for the corner comes in, hits a, a striker. It comes straight to me. Um, I haven't got time to think just, Straight onto my left foot, bam, bounced off my left foot, straight in the goal. I've been on the, I've been on the pitch four seconds of play and I've scored a no goal. Nice. Yep. And Good job. So my head's absolutely like everywhere. I'm like flipping ridiculous. Players around me being really kind about it, fine. Um, so play on, whatever else. Obviously that's the 60th, 61st minute. Um, over the next 10 minutes, um, so we're 1-0 down at this point. We get corner playing a wing back but I'm obviously quite a short guy so I wasn't like in the box ready for the header I'm maybe 10 yards outside of the of the um, of the box ball comes in defender heads out comes to me onto my right foot this time first touch smash top corner one all <laughs> I'm like great back in it I scored two goals on my debut I'm 10 <laughs> minutes in running back fine keep playing 
and get the ball on the left hand side I don't know what minute it was I, I've done the thing where you put your head down and you go look I am getting this so maybe I'm like 10 yards outside of my box I'm like look I'm getting this ball forward I look there's no good pass on there's no there's no like long ding there's nothing on so I'm like right I'm just going to use my pace because I was I was a fast guy so I just I just went for it and got just past the halfway line their full backs coming to make a, a big tackle kind of like what you were saying and I've just I've drawn him into it I've knocked the ball past him and it's one of those ones where you knock it too far and then you've just got a sprint to it. And if you're fast, you'll be the first one to get to it, right? So I've done that. I've gone past him. I've got to it. Um, keep going. Uh, I knock it across to a striker. He knocks it back. A little one-two. I'm in the box now. On the left-hand side, left foot, cut across, bottom right corner. We're 2-1 up. I've scored a hat-trick with an own goal. <laughs> Does that count as a hat trick? No, it definitely doesn't. <laughs> so this is like maybe the eighty-fifth minute at this point. I've only been playing twenty-five minutes, so you've got to imagine what this team are thinking because most of them didn't really know me. Like they'd see me in like a couple of training sessions and then this game, and I've scored three goals. Come back, running back, and um, I love a tackle. So exactly the same as you. Five minutes down, we're two-one up. I'm like, I am not making any more mistakes. It's not happening. Um, one of their players is coming down the left hand side because I was playing left. I was playing left wing back, left full back, um, and he's he's coming to me, and I've gone. This guy, he's just, um, he's not getting past me. do not matter what happens. He's the ball or the man gets mate, past. Not I'm both. like, there's like three minutes left at this point. I'm like, I I know I'm the last man. Like this guy is not getting past me. No way. Um, and I go in at him. Now I managed to I managed to to do it. It was a fair tackle. Again, it was a strong tackle. I love a strong tackle. He's gone out for a throw in, but it's gone far enough out that everyone's got time to like reshape and get back. And I'm there going, I can't feel my ankle. And um, I was, and I, I literally went to stand up, couldn't do it. Manager pulls me off, subs me off. Three minutes, two minutes to go. Um, not a massive injury, but essentially what had happened is he'd stamped on my ankle, not on purpose, total accident. He hadn't done it on purpose, the lad. Um, but my ankle was sore. Now, luckily, it wasn't a bad injury or anything like that. It was just a swollen ankle, but obviously, I couldn't keep playing in that time. So, essentially, in a matter of 28 minutes, I'd scored an own goal, scored two goals, and got injured all on my debut. <laughs> Sounds like an eventful. Eventful first game. Yeah. Um, great. Well, we're going to wrap things up there. Thanks so much um, to everyone who's been tuning into this. Um, this has been Monday Night Football, and um, we hope to see you next week where we're going to talk about some injuries and um, and some more goals talk. talk. So, um, yeah, make sure you tune into that. We'll see you guys soon. Amen.